Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 71, the Evgeny Malkin episode. I am Trey, joined as always by Dylan, Tucker, and Cam. How are we doing, boys? I hate it, Evgeny Malkin. Oh, Cam's tired, everybody. Cam, why are you tired? Winners and losers. All right, got never mind. I don't even know. Oh, Jake DeGrom is still incredible, so winner me. Not the goal. He is a .6 ERA. Loser the Mets. Isn't he hurt? He's out for a week with that shoulder. Can't be the goat if you're injury prone. Loser Tatis has COVID. Tatis has COVID. Tatis. That's going to be a winner for you, though. That damn shoulder injury turning into COVID. Um... I don't have anything else. I don't. I I've been kind of out of it this week. I, I missed uh, a poll. Um, so I got the COVID shot. That's a loser Saturday. for you. I got the, yeah, it's a loser for me. I got the COVID shot on Saturday. Wiped me out. I still feel a little gross, to be honest, for a minute with you. But uh, yeah, that's all I really have. But um, so if uh, we're done with winners and losers, who's got a waste to take? I know I have one. Well, you seem to say it about you, so why don't you start off? All right. I feel bad because I usually start off, but I will go. Um, all right, there once there once was a team in the uh, NCAA um, that was led by a, a great coach, had a great quarterback, um, and there was there's a pretty low under under the radar sighting this week in the NFL. I don't know if you guys saw it, but the Jacksonville Jaguars Tim Tebow just hired uh, Urban Meyer. Yes, Dylan, way to ruin, way to ruin the suspense. Uh, just signed Tim Tebow, former quarterback of the Urban Meyer coached Florida Gators. Uh, one of the greatest, um, college teams of all time and the greatest college player of all time. I'm ready to say Tim Tebow signing, getting his second shot in the NFL. Now he's not playing as a quarterback. Obviously they just drafted Lawrence. He's coming in as a tight end. I love this move. And, you know, thinking about this, think about, thinking about this uh, take that I have, you know, I haven't really done many wasted takes. Most of my takes have been, you know, kind of outlandish, but still possible, like things that aren't likely, but they, they still happen. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and, and get, get a little wasted with this. This is a great signing. This is a, a lot of people think it's a joke. I don't. Uh, you look back to Tebow uh, with the Gators and Urban, they could do a lot of different stuff. Uh, down in the goal goal line, down in the red zone area with Tebow back there, jump passes, runs, everything, everything you can think of. I think Tim Tebow is going to have eight touchdowns this year, eight touchdowns for the Jags. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say Tim Tebow scores eight touchdowns for the Jags. And and to end my take and to uh, make sure that you guys have nothing to say, I'm going to say through God, all things are possible. And he's a big God guy, so. Uh, I believe in him, and this is a great signing. Eight touchdowns for Tebow this year. Uh, yeah, even with God on your side, some things are impossible, and Tim Tebow throwing eight touchdowns is one of them. Or is it passing or catching eight touchdowns, or a combination of both? Combination, eight touchdowns. He's going to throw some, he's going to run some in, he's going to catch some. He's going to do it all. Yeah, uh, I'm not buying this one even a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that this is a scam because I read something today for Tim Tebow to get all the benefits of like the NFL. He needs to play three, one more year or just three more games. 
So it was Urban Meyer was like, hey, Tebow, how you doing? Down on your luck, bud. Baseball didn't work out, and now he's worried about money. And so Urban's like, tell you what, I'll bring you in for the year. And then he gets all the, like, retirement benefits of the NFL if he just plays one more season. So that's why he came in. It was actually all just a scam to make the NFL pay for his retirement. Uh, but, yeah, Tim Tebow, I would say, might get eight snaps. I believe eight snaps. But, um... Eight touchdowns is definitely a no from me. The take originally for me was going to be Tim Tebow will evolve into a top 15 tight end in the league. I didn't want to do it. It's too far-fetched. He's too old. If, if he would have came into the league as a tight end, then then we could talk about all-time top 15. But um, I'm just I'm looking at his stats, man, with Urban, and I, I just think I think anything is possible through the will of God. So, um, I mean, you're against me and God in this, just to keep that in mind. So, uh, Cam, your thoughts? This is just strictly a leadership move. I don't think you'll see the field at all. And maybe they just bring it in to sell jerseys and get the hype in Jacksonville. But I don't think he's going to touch the field, never mind score. Maybe one. I'll give him one. So he will touch the field. Yeah, I think they'll design one time for him, like maybe in a blowout. They'll be like, hey, put Tebow in. This will be fun. And they'll have him score then. But the idea of him being an actual touchdown threat, I don't buy it. Dylan? Um, it's a wasted take. Um, I like where your head's at. I don't think Tebow is going to make any sort of impact on this team at all. I'm, I am interested about this like three-game NFL benefit collusion going on if because if that's the part of it that that can't be the will of God and he might go to hell for that so watch out for that um, you might meet him in hell Trey so that's I'd all. love to meet him he's the greatest college football player of all time that's um, all I got do we think he's gonna make the roster I mean obviously I do I think oh god he's not he's not even a big boy though really right beefy he's yeah, he's not like a he's not like a quintessential tight end though. He's an athlete, all right. He was in the he was in double A hitting dingers, you know. Now he's back to the NFL. He wasn't. He was batting around one fifty. He's hitting dingers. He was jacks. He was bringing God to the team and passing it along. He's a missionary. He's circumcised several several children in the Philippines. He's just a good man. I don't know why you wouldn't want to root for him. I do root for him. I just don't think it's going to happen. I like Tebow. Yeah, no, I'm rooting for him. I also root for him to be to start on the Mets. Um, did I believe he'd ever make the Mets? Absolutely not. But did I root for him the entire way? Absolutely. And that's not to say I will not be rooting for Tim Tebow in the NFL. I will. Tim Tebow makes the NFL more fun. I might buy a jersey. Might buy a jersey. Why not? Oh, no, that's too far. He's in a He's going to get cut. He's going to be a practice squad player. You're going to practice squad jerseys. a Tim Tebow Patriots shirt. That Number I've five. Lost. I've since been, it's been stolen from, from me by a friend. But I would love another. I, if he makes team, I might get a, a Teal Tebow Jaguars jersey. Those things are slick. All right, that's my take. Who's next? I got a pretty uh, straightforward one. I've been having this take brew up for a while, and 
it's it's wasted and it's it's a little bit of a hedge to where if I say it on air then it happens. Um, look good. I think the Sixers are the best team in the NBA and I think they're gonna win the championship this year. I think they play defense better than any other team in the league and they can still score and Embiid is arguably the MVP. Uh. And I think it's finally time that uh, that they make this happen. The East is, is pretty weak right now. I don't think the Knicks can do it. The Hawks are somehow in the mix. The, I mean, there's always the Bucks and the Nets. But, you know, the Bucks is just Giannis, and they always, you know, mess it up. And that, granted, so do the 76ers. But um, I don't think the Nets have it. I really don't. They don't play any defense, not even a lick of it. It's, it's uh, you know, they're a super team, but they're not even close to the Warriors. And then on the West, you got, I mean, if the Suns happen to come out of it, that's, you know, it's the Suns. Nothing special there. Um, if the Nuggets happen to come out of it, same kind of thing. No superstar like LeBron AD combo. Um, if the Lakers do happen to come out of it, you know, it'll be a little bit tough, but I think the Sixers got a good chance, and I'm going with them. Um, so you're just ignoring the Nets, it seems like, because uh, who's guarding Kyrie Irving on the uh, Sixers? And who's guarding James Harden? It doesn't matter. Seth they Curry? Do. Oh, my goodness. The Nets? Their, their guards aren't good. It doesn't matter. I feel like having but, guards but, is pretty yeah. important for a basketball team. I well, just, I mean, this is a team that just won't ever even make, I don't even think they'll make the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't buy it. Yes, Joel Embiid could be the MVP. I don't think he's a top five player in the NBA, though. I think there's a difference between being an MVP in a season and being a top player. I don't think he should get the MVP, obviously, on Team Curry right now to win the MVP, having an incredible season. But um, I don't know. I just I will never buy the hype on this team. Uh, they just feel like a team that always looks good in the regular season, and they get to the playoffs, and everyone goes like, oh, yeah, it's the 76ers. So I'm, it, I'm still not buying the hype. Isn't Ben Simmons their point guard? They play like they play like the new NBA style. Yeah, where nobody position, has a possession basketball. But okay, well he's the one of the best defenders in the league, and so is Embiid. Can't shoot. He's gotten better at shooting, actually. He can't shoot. He will never be able to shoot. Um, he has how many three pointers ever? I remember people used to cheer when he would take threes. Let me let me say, I haven't watched a second of Sixers basketball this year. I hate them. I I think they're cocky for absolutely no reason. I think Joel Embiid is a good player, but a little full of himself. Maybe win something like a playoffs, couple playoff series before you start crowning yourself. Uh, ben Simmons can't shoot threes. Just kind of overall, just an annoying fr- franchise. Philly fans, garbage fans, um, trash people. Um, so. My my whole thing with the Sixers is they choke every year. They always manage to choke. They look good in the regular season. They're unstoppable force in the regular season. And then the playoffs roll around, they choke. So no chance. Um, it's a pretty tight race for like between like three or four teams for the NBA championship. I mean, 
as far as our Celtics go, they're Donzo. They were Donzo before Jalen Brown got hurt. So it's really what it's you say. I'll put the Sixers in there, the Nets, uh, the Lakers if LeBron can get healthy. The what was Clippers? What am I, the, yeah, Clippers, the Jazz, getting one, the Suns, the, the Jazz, and eh, eh, the Bucks. Eh, I don't know. I really just I think it's the Nets to lose really at this point. But um, I guess we'll see. I don't think so. I think they're choke artists and they will not win the NBA Finals. Uh, Dell. So, are the 76ers even relevant anymore? They're one of the better yeah. teams. Because the, teams in the, NBA. The, the last time I remember 76ers was when Allen Iverson was on the team and Lil Bow Wow was <laughs> ripping that jersey up in Like Mike. So that's the last time I ever heard about 76ers. Um, I actually... Uh, years... Like five years ago, weren't, didn't they go to the finals or something? No. All right, never mind. I got nothing on them. That's a it's a terrible. They haven't been to the finals since. It's a uh, terrible franchise. I think AI brought them once, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't realize. No basketball history. The, the Hawks were uh, fifth in the East. So irrelevant. What's up oh, with the Denver be. Nuggets? They still got Lamelo, Carmelo. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Are they still a team, though? Seriously. They are. The Denver Nuggets? Yeah, they're actually pretty good. They have a guy you love, Jokic. I love the Denver Nuggets. Oh, you'd love Jokic. He's a passing big man. Like a great passing big man. Sounds white and Scandinavian. He is. (laughs) (laughs) All right, who's next? I'll go. Um, so we have some development, uh, today about in the MLB regarding the Oakland athletics. Um, looks like the city, uh, doesn't seem to like their idea of a waterfront ballpark that they've been trying to build for the past God knows how long. Um, that stadium that they're in now, the Oakland Coliseum or whatever it's called now, it's got some sort of tri- like company name in front of Coliseum. Um, that is one of the hardest places to hit. Um, so it's kind of funny that they just won't, and it's also like 60 years old, but they just won't build a new stadium. The, the A's are like, yeah, we'll, we'll front like a billion dollars and just build it ourselves and the client and the uh, the the town's been like, nah, like it's fine, just stay at the Coliseum. So the league opened them up to uh, being able to survey other cities as potential landing spots to move the organization. And a lot of heads are going towards Las Vegas, right? Because the Raiders went to L.A. and the Golden Knights are there and they're doing well. I think I don't think that place can handle another team within the next few years. So I don't think LA's on the on I mean it, it seems like the most logical, but I don't know. I feel like three is too many in in this few me- amount of years. I think we're gonna have a rebirth of the Montreal Expos with the Oakland Athletics going up to Montreal in Canada. What a terrible place to put a 
put put a baseball team with nobody that's going to want to watch baseball up there in, in French land in Canada. But I say go for it because they're not doing much in Oakland. So this is dueling takes, though, because you, you have one hand you say that the MLB is going to be losing eight teams in the next five years. On the other hand, you're saying they're going to try and move a team to Montreal. Well, yeah, they, they, that's expand not... expand their market to Canada. That's not a loss. That's just... No, a, they'll, better, they'll, they'll have a better chance of failing, moving to a new place, probably. So maybe they'll be one of the teams. That's true. I don't think so. I don't think this will happen. I think... Montreal had it's ran its course, and uh, you know if they're going to try to tap into new markets, they're not going to go back to the old market where it failed. Um, so it's going to be a no for me. But I, I don't have much on it otherwise. I don't really know that many things inside baseball stuff. Now the so. the original take was going to be lame and say they're just going to go to L to Las Vegas like the Raiders and the new Knights team. But that I think is probably more but likely. Mid take, I was like, we're we're going we're going all the way. Going it's to Montreal. A, it's creative. I like it. It's creative. Tucker? Um, so, I love it and hate it at the same time. Um, because I want the Montreal Expos to get back. But I also would love to see another team in Vegas. And Vegas absolutely wants more sports teams. Have you seen what... They just announced today that they're doing for the Raiders. No, I didn't see it. They put a club in the end zone with bottle service and DJ booths in each end zone of the Raiders stadium. Nice. They, I mean, like, it's not like they're lacking any money or people wanting to come to it. Um, so I think that if it's going anywhere, it's going to go to Las Vegas, but... I just want there to be a Montreal Expos and back. So, um, and to be like actual journalist here, um, it seems pretty likely that they're going to be able to make that beachfront um, park. It's just going to be significantly not as cool as they wanted it to be. Um, and then if there's any place that they're actually going to go, it's probably to Las Vegas. But you never know. Montreal, baby. And Las Vegas I, I, makes sense too. Be, sorry, because like a baseball team in that part of the desert, I feel is different than bringing a basketball team there. So I feel like there would be more hype for a baseball team out there. I really am surprised at how well the market has been, how good the market has been there for those teams i thought those teams were going to get no fans ever and like it's like you have all this stuff to do who would want to go to a game but i mean it's been great so i don't know cam what do you think so i've been looking at a map and kind of i'm planning this out the problem is california everybody's getting out of california whether it's people or rather it's entire sports organizations no one likes over there that's the issue i think they get out of california i think vegas is a possibility and I think they want the waterfront aspect, right? I think Vegas could literally build them like a beach or something <laughs> crazy like yeah. that. But give them the waterfront. I, would I wouldn't be surprised. A giant so pool. Here's what else I'm thinking. I'm thinking they want to go waterfront. They, let's let's find some other beachy, not beachy, but, you know, waterfront cities that don't have it. What about New Orleans? I, I was literally just about to say New Orleans before you said that. New Orleans, Waterfront, and then the other one's Jacksonville. The only problem with Jacksonville 
is the division that they're in. Um, a little far away for playing all those games all the time. New Orleans would be a little bit better. Um, still pretty pretty far. New Orleans would put them. I mean, they're still in the same division as uh, the Rangers, so you're okay, just kind of yeah, you're just kind of yeah. running around the south, southwest, south, south mid part of the country. Yeah. I'm I'm going I'm going New Orleans. Athletics are going to New Orleans. Send it. Lock what me. about what about the Jumbo Shrimp, the AAA team? Oh, that'd be such a good <laughs> name for an MLB team. I believe that made it some of our lists for uh, MLB or uh, minor league mascots. All right, great, crazy take, but I like it, Bill. Who's next, Tucker? You're the last one, right? I'm up, and boy, do I have a take. We have never covered this topic in the history of wasted takes, and I am going to talk about the go athlete, the greatest athlete of all time. Simone Biles, and we're going to talk about Simone Biles is going to win five gold medals at this Olympics. I watched one video on her. She's got to be the greatest athlete of all time. Um, did you know they have five different tricks that are named after her? Because no one else in the world has ever done it besides her. Like, she's an absolute monster, and I, I think she might win every single event at the Olympics, which I just looked up as five. So, yes, Simone Biles, five gold medals, 2021 Olympics. Uh, I, I think that she may win five. Uh, how many did she win in the last Olympics? Four. Okay, so I think it's entirely possible. Um, but greatest athlete of all time, I'm not with at all. Why? Who's better? She's better? I mean, she's not even the greatest Olympian of all time. Bruce so, like, Jenner. I'm sorry. How many um, Michael Phelps? Are, I'm sorry. How many moves are made after they don't call it the Phelps stroke? There's no new stroke named after Michael Phelps. There no are four moves. In the entire world, you don't know no, anything Phelps that can the, be uh, anything like this. Phelps got the ear paddle named after him because the ears are so big. He, it helped him paddle. <laughs> So, Simone Biles is an incredible athlete. Go USA. Hope she wins every single thing she can. She, she's, she's a great gymnast. She's not the greatest athlete of all time. I'm not with that take at all. Who is? Basis. I mean, if you were going to say Olympian, you'd say Michael Phelps. If you would say athlete, you might say somebody like LeBron James, maybe, who has just had his first significant injury in his giant career where he's been uh. the best in the league since he got there. Okay. Uh, did you Bo know Jackson? It's a good one. It's a pretty good one. Deion you know, Sanders, it's been seven years since the last time Simone Biles lost an all-around title. It's been you know seven what the crazy, years. The craziest thing is she competes like only, eight times a year. She's only twenty-four. She's younger than us. Yeah, she's younger than you, Tucker. So that's pretty crazy. Um, but I mean, it's maybe if she keeps on her trajectory, she will be the greatest. Maybe the greatest athlete of all time. As of right now, I'm going to say no. So, I mean, may, I wouldn't even call it the greatest female athlete of all time. So yeah, I was I was gonna gonna say that. Um, she's too young right now. I can't go that far. Um, somebody like Serena Williams, you know, what long long career. Um, I think she's got a chance. Not the five. The five medals is going to happen. That's a dumb take. I hope you get no votes. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to include the 
greatest athlete in the world, that'd be a little bit better. But um, no, nah, I don't think I don't. I mean, she she's insane because she actually got in trouble for doing stuff because no one else could do it. Yeah, like she got she not not like suspended, but she was like not allowed to do some of the stunts that she was doing because no one else could do it. <laughs> like, what is that? They they said she was based. They're like, hey, you can't do that because not the other kids can't. Like they're treating her like she's like a eight year old and like she's too good at everything. It's incredible. Yeah. Like imagine if they told Michael Phelps like, hey, stop swimming swimming that fast. <laughs> stop. Uh, yeah, so, I think it'll happen though. When is the Olympics? I don't know. Summer. I'm Couple super months. pumped for it though. Canceled. There's a banging, they do have a banging soundtrack, the Olympics, that, that song with the trumpet. Oh, do they have an, I can't wait it's to hear it. It's a heater. You never heard it? No, just no. The, the the noise that oh, they oh, make like, when they come back it, from commercial. You think they dropped a mix? Yeah. Well, the World Cup does it every year. They have like the World Cup. The World Cup is for a lack of better words. I don't want to uh, say. I it. can't wait to not talk about the World Cup on the show. We're absolute. I, I will have my ways to tape you the World Cup every week for a year if I have to. Side note: I'm a huge USA soccer fan when it comes to the World Cup because they're underdogs and they suck, and I like to root for them. I know. I watch the only thing we're ev- we've ever been not good at. I will watch the USA game or games if they get lucky enough. That is it. I don't even know if they made it. Every team has to play three games. There's pool Whatever, 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 whatever. I will watch... Pool play? That sounds like fun. Pool games. I won't even watch pool games. There's no point unless they're in the actual tournament. Who even cares about the pool games? What are you talking about? That's part of the tournament. I understand, but it's not like you lose, you go home right away. Like Maybe in the last one, if they have to win it, I'll watch that one. I, I just, I hate soccer. I hate it. World Cup sucks. It's not lit. Soccer's gone. And the World Cup is worse because they're all trying to get called so badly. It's the most annoying thing in the world. It's like, Dylan, I don't know how you like soccer because it's flopping. I don't like soccer. Times a bajillion. I don't really like soccer. I like playing it. Um, I don't really like watching it. I like watching the U.S. in the World Cup. That's about it. We're going to be good now, though. We got Christian Pulisic. I don't know who that is. I'm sure he's he's, he's actually good. He's a striker for Chelsea. I mean, I'm ready to put the Lennox high school soccer team on the hot seat, but I'm not going <laughs> to. They are on the, the hot seat. seat. We won't discuss, discuss why, but Lennox high school soccer is on the hot seat. <laughs> I need an explanation. I don't want excuses. I just want an explanation. All right. Uh, let's move on to some topics. First of all, happy 32nd birthday to Cam Newton. Let's just get that out of the way. Um, something we totally missed last week during draft coverage, after post-draft coverage. The whole Aaron Rodgers saga, we haven't spoke on at all. Oh, wow. So, if you've been living under a rock, Aaron Rodgers hates Green Bay, wants out, had a take a long time ago that he was going to go to San Francisco. Probably not likely, but, you know, half of the take was true. He's leaving, looks like. I just want to get everyone's thoughts on it, um, and if they think retirement, if they think trade. Where is he going? Just your overall thoughts. I think he's a baby. I have said this for such a long time. I do think the Packers have done him a little dirty, not drafting wide receiver talent, not not helping him at all. Um, even, you know, the Patriots, as much as Bill probably hated it, they brought in some some talent around Brady each year to try to try to get it to work, even some big names like Chad Ojo Cinco and, you know, um, guys like that. So 
um, Brandon Cooks and Randy Moss, of course. It feels like Rodgers has just had Devontae Adams and we had Donald Donald Driver a yeah. little bit. Um, so I, I just I, I think it's it's mainly on Rodgers, but the Packers didn't do themselves any favors. Um, I think they're going to stand pat, and he's just going to retire and come back in like a year or two. I think he's going to take that Jeopardy job while it's there for him. He's going to retire for a bit, and the Packers are going to get barbed again. Uh, what they should do is trade him right now to the Broncos. Um, they're not going to. So, uh, Tucker, thoughts on your Rodgers takes? <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would love to see Rodgers retire because that would just be hilarious to be a Jeopardy host. I think that would be the funniest retirement of all time. Um, I just don't see it happening. I feel like he's going to end up playing and being a Packer this year. I don't know. I just, like, everything I want to believe, I just feel like it's almost a too-good-to-be-true type of situation. So I'm just not getting my hopes up, and I'm just going to pretend like Aaron Rodgers will be a Packer in 2021. Uh, Do you think he is uh, justified in his tantrum that he's throwing. No. Um, if you don't like the direction of a team, why do you keep signing extensions? I like it's the same reason why I don't feel bad for Deshaun Watson. Like when everyone's like, oh well, poor Deshaun Watson. Well I also yeah, he also <laughs> rapes women, so I actually don't. but I even felt I didn't feel bad for him even before he raped Not I proven. knew he raped women. But allegedly. uh allegedly allegedly Allegedly, sorry. No to see lawyers up. Oh shit! Oh, we gotta talk to God, our lawyers. I'd love to see. You know, what? I do want to get sued. Deshaun Watson sue wasted takes. You know how much publicity that would give us? We would make it. We would be so poor. But go ahead. We would yeah, make so much you know money what? that we could People, pay for the lawsuit. I can guarantee it'd be the most listened to podcast that we ever fucking have. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Deshaun Watson, if you're listening to this, please sue me. This is the, my name's Tucker McNinch. We're the official Hate Deshaun Watson podcast from now on. Yeah, we are the number one anti-rape podcast. I hate him for now. If he's cleared with charges and somehow I went, winds up in New England in the next five years, might change my tune. But I always reserve the right to be a hypocrite. So, uh, Cam, Rogers, what's your takes? Um, I think he's being a baby. I also think the Packers did him wrong. Um, the thing is... Jordan Love must be terrible because they brought him in. You don't you don't pick him in the first round unless you think he's gonna be the guy in the next couple of years. And now you have the chance to get rid of Rodgers, and you're like, no, 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 we don't want to get rid of you. He must stink. He, he wasn't even stink. the backup last year. He took zero oh, yeah. snaps. He wasn't on the field. Yeah, they're regretting that decision big time. Aaron thinks about it every single day when he wakes up. The coaching decision not to let him throw the ball on fourth down last year, unbelievable. Um, he's got a right to be angry. I, I actually, I think he's being a little bit of a sore loser, but at the end of the day, it's been going on for a while. Um, he tried to prove himself after they took love, got to the, you know, championship game, but, um, I think it's ready. I think he's, he's going to leave. I think he's probably going to end up in Denver. I can't really think of anywhere else. Maybe the Eagles. Um, I don't know. I don't know anywhere. I mean, New England is a long shot since they just trapped him back, but I think I think Eagles are, are Denver. I haven't heard Eagles yet, but 
That'd be interesting. Um, Bill, your your favorite turtleneck quarterback. So when I think of turtlenecks, I think of Green Bay. The other turtleneck team, for some reason, I think of the Colts. So I think he has a good op- good chance of going to the Colts. I feel like they like turtlenecks over there. And he can wear the white one still. So he's he's all in on – he needs to wear a white turtleneck wherever he's at. So I think the Colts is a good spot. I, I, I think it's a great fit. What did you say? I would love for him to go in there. Carson's just like, are you kidding me? Again? <laughs> um – all right. Um, next topic. Who's got a topic? Cam, you said we had a bunch of content. I'm going blank on stuff. Um, a lot of small things. Uh, DK Metcalf was in the track race. I don't know if anyone saw that. Who's there? Lost. Last place. <laughs> Last place. Still fast. Um, and then obviously the Tebow signing was today. Kind of talked about that, or he hasn't been signed yet, has he? I actually want to touch on the DK Metcalf from a track track perspective. Oh Jesus, here we go. <laughs> it's go just ahead. not impressive. I thought it was impressive. I thought it no. was impressive that he kept up with those guys. Dude, ten point three six. That wouldn't win you high school meets. I There's high school meets slow, where like, like if like I look like I saw this post from a running page. That was like, here's the math, I mean, the Texas State High School mate, DK Metcalf, would have came in last place. Like, like, yes, he's quick. Like, yes, of course he's fast. He's an NFL superstar. But acting like he, like, kept up with these track athletes, number one, this wasn't an Olympic event. I'm pretty sure none of the people in that race are going to the Olympics. You have to run, like, a nine. He's a half a second away. Like, that's such a big thing. It's just I'm not buying it at all. Like it's like yeah, he's he's quick, I guess, but like and like saying they can keep up with Olympic runners, like there was no Olympic runners in that race. That was just like a random USATF event, which there's a ton of. Like I could enter one of those tomorrow if I wanted to. You should for content. Me <laughs> Give me a waste to take singlet. We should have started this in, in college and had you, like, wear a waist takes thing when your meets, so people, like, took pictures of you and we saw it. Yeah, I would have gotten in huge trouble. I would have just bet that's so against the NCAA. Yeah, well, we don't like them. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess now that you're putting in that perspective, it's not very uh, impressive, but I was actually super surprised that he was with those guys, but I guess I didn't know it was like that low of a race, but yeah, it's I'm not, not like surprised. Olympic I mean, he's been playing football for years, so it's a totally different set of like, you know, skills, but um, yeah, no, uh, I don't know. I guess not impressive. PK, you suck. Uh, we should have drafted you over Nikhil Harry. Uh, Bill, uh, did you see the, the video? I want to I did not see the video. Um, I will say that guys who sprint, they can get up to a max speed. Guys who play football are probably like Metcalf. Sorry, he can get up to speed quickly, but he doesn't have a max speed probably as fast as the guys that are trained to run in those track meets. So that could be some sort of difference going on. Like Metcalf can just get up to speed quick, but he might not have that max speed, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I'd love to see Tyreek in one of these, though. I think because I've seen, like, Tyreek's, like, track running, and I think he could keep up with, like, top athletes in the world, like top sprinters. Uh, loser Cam, Tyreek Hill, downfall after getting mossed by that kid didn't really pan out. So, forgot to mention that one back in back in the day. Um, all right. Um, Cam, do you have anything else on it? On the sprinting? No. No, probably. Okay. Uh, Medina Spirit, the horse that won the Kentucky Derby, juicing, roided out. Um, do you think they should be allowed to continue to race for the Kentucky Derby? Wait. This guy, the owner, I mean, for the Triple Crown, do you think the owner, I, I've heard that the owner has had issues with his horses te- testing positive for PDs in the past, and he also was like, I don't know how it happened. He's an incredible horse, and <laughs> somebody must have slipped to him. I don't know. Um, do you, you hear what he said? Him? What was it? It was that somebody who was intoxicated with with some sort of substance peed on the hay. Next <laughs> Did you really horse, say that? Next to the horse, and then the horse ate the hay, and that's how it got in there. Yeah, I'm sure that's how it happened. Um, I didn't hear that from directly from his mouth, but <laughs> I've heard rumors that that's what he said. I disavow this horse. I think it should be banned from the sport. Shipped off to the glue factory. Um, <laughs> it's a disgrace to horse racing. And uh, I'm ashamed. So uh, I think let him race. See if he can win it without it. I doubt it, but who cares? It's horse racing. I really don't give a crap about it. So, Tucker, horse PEDs. You like so, them? I have a solution to horse PEDs. Uh they need to make it so that any horse that takes PEDs has to get a horse vasectomy. Because, hear me out, after the big races, now these horses that win these meets... That semen is their gold. like millions of dollars from just letting them produce with other horses and just selling the kids to people. They make millions of dollars because those kids are going to be the next star horses. So if you're just like, hey, just want to let you know, if your horse gets caught juicing, we're giving your horse a vasectomy so that he can never have kids. Okay, well, the whole problem with this, problem entire, solved. this entire argument is that the horse doesn't know shit. It's a horse. No, no, no. So like, so, yes, why are you punishing yes. the horse yeah. getting stuck but with a needle? What? But guess what? No, the horse doesn't give a fuck. I feel like a vasectomy, like, it'd be like, oh, what the fuck happened? And then I'll never think of it again. Like, it's not like the horse is going to be get depressed because the I'm vasectomy. sure it doesn't feel great. I'm sure he won't even notice. But you know who will notice? The owner that's now not making $150 million selling the kids of the horse. Just, the stop, just stop putting needles Boom. in Problem solved. That's my take. Stop sticking needles in your horses. Leave them alone. Don't. So are we out on horse vasectomies here? <laughs> I I, I kind of agree with Tucker. That sounds like a pretty reasonable ex- But It's a horse. You can't hurt the horse. For I think not this is like maybe my best idea I've had here. I think there's a couple options. The fun- they should have a, a roid-only league where these guys go. No. You can only yeah. use roids. You fail the drug. If you pass the drug test, you're out. You get you get horses up there that look like bulldogs and <laughs> mega horse. <Yeah. laughs> 
Um, the real problem is you guys are just perpetuating, you know, this sport, horse racing, which is abusive to horses, and you guys just hate animals, is what I'm hearing. So, the one thing I'll say about horse racing, though, is like it's so up to chance that like if a horse is doping like who the hell cares like it's all up to chance anyway like there's like that other horse could have just as easily won it has nothing like i i don't know it, like doping a horse is just like selectively breeding a horse you're just doping it just like you would be selectively breeding it i, I i'm kind of wishy-washy on the on the doping of horses because i think it doesn't really matter plus horses are out NFT horses are in. The future the future oh, horse racing. Shit. We is haven't bought an NFT horse yet. Interactive fake horses online that run for you. Okay. Next topic. Off rip. We're probably not prepared for this. Way too early playoff predictions. Camera requested it after oh, the draft. Oh. We did I thought we were gonna year. wait till the schedule came out. Nope. <laughs> we're not. We did it after the draft last year. <laughs> <laughs> so get your get your predictions ready. Um, we've gone through free agency. Uh, we've gone through the draft. It's time. Um, all right, let's break it down division by division. So give me a second to pull up my list here. Oof. All right, let's start AFC East. Uh, Cam, go ahead. Who's your winner? Uh, I got the Bills here. All right, Dylan, winner, AFC East. I got the Bills. Tucker. The Dynasty's back, baby, Patriots. I got the Bills. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I got the Bills. Okay. I'd rather be wrong picking the Patriots. I just If I picked the Bills and the Patriots won, I would be able to live with myself. That's fine. That's fine. Hey, we got wild card slots. We're not done. All right, NFC East, Cam. G-Man. Dylan. I'm going Giants. Soccer. I'm going with the boys. I am also going G-Man. I think I said last year at the end of the year that I really like the Giants, and I think that this they've got some wide receiver help now. If Danny can't do it this year, then it's time to ship him off to South Korea. Get him out of there. Um, all right, AFC North. Cam. What, ASU what? North? No, north. Um, I got... Uh, I got the Browns. Dylan. List off the teams for me. Steelers, Bengals, Ravens, Browns. I'm going with the... Browns. Shit, Cam. We have the same freaking things. Tucker. Yeah, I'll take the Browns here. All right, we're all in consensus. Here we go, Brownies. I got the Browns. Uh, NFC North, Packers, Vikings, Bears, Lions, uh, Cameron. So right now, I have the Packers, but that will probably change and definitely would change if Aaron is gone. So Packers for now. Dylan. <sighs> if for somehow... Aaron Rodgers doesn't make it in to doesn't make it over to the Colts. I think the Packers win. I'm going Packers. <laughs> okay, Tucker. Uh, I'm 
playing this in a world where either Aaron Rodgers is not a Packer or Aaron Rodgers is a Packer and is a whiny bitch the entire time he's there and ruins the team chemistry. So I'm going to take a wild shot at it and say the Vikings. I yeah, am... that's how Wait, Cam, you're switching? No, no, no. If, if Aaron leaves, I, I would go Vikings. Yeah, I'm actually going to go Bears. I think uh, the Bears are gonna, they're re-energized by their uh, great little QB they picked up there. Well, as Andy Dalton's the starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As much as I hate, um, I, I not hate. As much as I don't want Fields to do well, I think that uh, I'm a I'm a closeted Bears fan, so uh, I'm gonna go Bears. Uh, AFC South: Colts, Texans, Jags, Titans. Uh, Cam, I think I know where you're going here. I'm going to. The Colts. Okay, the okay. Colts. The Colts will win the division, but, you know, we'll, we'll keep it at that. Stay now. tuned. Stay tuned. Dylan. I'm also going with the Colts. Parker. Aaron at the helm. I'm struggling here. <laughs> with or without. <laughs> oh, well, I forgot about Aaron Rodgers now in Indianapolis called after they signed Carson, but I will also take the Colts. Yeah, I'm going Colts, too. Uh, kind of a toss-up between the Colts and the Titans, I think. Um, but I'm going Colts. Uh, NFC South. Panthers, Super Bowl champion Buccaneers, Saints, and Falcons. Cam? Yep, Bucks. Easy one. Dylan? Buccaneers! <laughs> Tucker? It's the Bucks. And it's the Bucks for me, too. Easy one. Uh, AFC West. Um Broncos, Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs. All right, we always want to say Chiefs in unison. Three, two, one, Chiefs. Um, you want to know, uh, you guys know how much corn is down in Tampa? Corn? Corn costs. How much? It's only a Buccaneer. That was a good one. I haven't heard that one. Uh, Dylan, did you say Chiefs as well? I didn't hear you. Yes. Okay, uh, NFC West, Seahawks, Cardinals, 49ers, Rams. Cameron. Rammies. Uh, Tucker. Rams. Dylan, I switched the order on you. Say it again, Seahawks, 49ers. Cardinals, Rams. Uh, Today, preferably. Um, Damn it. Rams. It's way too early. We're going to make three more pairs before the season starts. I'm going to go Rams, but it's... I, I hate falling suit with everybody else. I'm going Cardinals. I'm not falling suit. I'm going Cardinals. This is the year that Kyler breaks out. All right. Two wildcard teams. Cameron. Three wildcard teams. Three wildcard teams. Cameron from the AFC. All right. AFC. I'm going. The Dolphins. No, no specific order, except for the last one I'm going to pick. Uh, Dolphins, uh, I got the Chargers coming out of the, the West. I think they're going to be the most improved this year. They just need to win close games. And then, um, you know, anything's possible with God on your side. So the Jacksonville Jaguars coming in <laughs> seven spot. Uh, Dylan, I two think, AFC, three AFC Walker teams. I think the Dolphins have an absolute booty hole of a season, and I think the Pats slip into the playoffs. Um, then we're going to go with the 
Oh, God. Um, rattle off some teams for me. Uh, we got, you know, you got teams like the Steelers who are uh, just, looking to get just, in. The just, Ravens. Just rip Ravens. them. Just keep ripping them. Steelers, Ravens, um, Titans, Titans uh, uh, Chargers, Raiders. Raiders. Those are probably your big ones. Dolphins, Jets, Bengals. No, just pull up a list. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking uh, the Ravens and the uh, Chargers. Tucker, two A, three AFC East, so eight, bleh, three AFC wildcard teams. Yeah, I got the Bills, the Ravens, and the Titans. For me, it's going to be in no particular order: the Pats, the Ravens, and the Chargers. That's where I'm going. All right, two, uh, three from the NFC. Cameron. So, just to put it on the record, I'm going to switch the Finns around with the Ravens. I think the Ravens are going to make it in there, and two is not it. If they don't have this magic anymore, probably not going to happen. So, put that let that be known. Ready for my NFC? I got the Niners, the Cardinals, and the Seahawks. Oh, Here we go again. All right, fine. Uh, Bill? I'm going to go with the... Um, Shoot. Damn it, I should have had a list up. Tucker, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I'm going to go with the Bears. And you know what? I'm going to take a crazy shot at it right now. I'm going to go with the Falcons. No. So many, so many weapons. So you know, many. Really I was getting traded, right? No, he's not. Um, I'm going to go... It's a tough one. I'm going to go Packers. Ah, actually, I hate that pick. Scratch that one. I'm definitely going Seahawks. I'm definitely going uh, Seahawks off my list. Oh, I actually hate. I actually don't know. Seahawks, Rams, and. Do it. Do it. <laughs> not the Niners. I'm not picking the Niners. Seahawks, Rams, and Vikings will go. Just off a whim. Dylan, what do you got? I think my picture is fucked up. I got to grab a new one. All right. Dylan, I can tell you what you picked last time we did this. I got the Saints, I got the Seahawks, and I got the... Shit. I'm going the I'm going Justin Fields, and I'm going with the Bears. Although he, yeah. he doesn't want to be there. That's what you did. All right. That's way too early playoff prediction. Maybe I'll tweet that out, see what people think. Uh, we probably got at least one or, one or two more of those left in us before the season. So we did three last year, so this is our second. Okay, uh, list guys, time board games. Let's try to keep it brief, like we did last week. I think we did a pretty good job. Uh, number five for me, my number five. I'm coming in with one that revolutionized the board game genre. Totally changed it up. Kind of died away briefly after it started. What was Seen It? Ever play a good game of Seen It? You put the thing in the DVD, you get a trivia card. I love trivia games. You watch like a scene from like, say, I think I had Disney, I think I had Harry Potter. You watch like a scene. Um, and I would say that Seen It is going to be my number five. It's just a revolutionary game. Uh, Cam, number five. Yeah, my number five is going to be uh, Seen It. Um, 
Wow. Trey pretty much hit the nail on the head with that one. Seen it was elite. I don't think I've ever played it. Oh, my God. It's a good one. It's a good one. I have Harry Potter seen it in my house. Board game. I don't know if I had the Harry Potter one. I had I definitely had a themed one. But then I, I had know a, I would a, wipe everyone here at Harry Potter scene it. I know it. I had the general scene it, too. I don't know. I know some pretty crazy Harry Potter facts because it's horrible. Uh, yeah. but Whatever, bro. Seen it. Done it. Don't care about it. Uh, Dylan, you got a number five for us? Uh, number five for me is I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with an absolute classic, going back to my youth, Candyland, number five. Oh, yeah. Nothing like hitting that, uh, what's her friggin' face, Queen Frostine right at the beginning and getting your, like, three spaces from the end. Oh, I liked, I liked when you'd get, I'll, 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 I'm, I'm going to save it. Uh, Tucker, number five. Yeah, I wasn't sure if this counted, but I got the confirmation that it does. I'm going to go with Cards Against Humanity. I hate this. I think this is I think this is a bogus pick. That doesn't so, count. You need a board. That's a card game. You need a, a board. I would I would count it. We had reality shows last I'll, week because you wanted The Legend of the Temple of Doom or whatever. Rea- no, we didn't. I said no reality shows. Temple of Doom is Temple Legends whatever it's called. Temple. Legends of the Hidden Temple is first of all getting a reboot. Legends of, all, of Doom. It's a, it's a game show. You win prizes. Whatever. Go ahead, Tuck. I'll allow it. We'll allow Definitely. it. All right. Uh, I think it's one of the best games there is. I mean, I had more fun playing. Like, this is one game that, like, I would laugh harder than any other game. It wasn't as competitive as other games, definitely, which I think takes away from it. But I had more fun, like, in terms of just laughing playing this game than any other one. Cam, if you're counting that, left, right, center should count as well, but... I think I think that's bogus. That's, that's gambling. I think this is absolute. Yeah, bogus. when there's gambling involved, it doesn't count. All right, uh, my number four is going to be Risk. Um, I used to love Risk when I was a kid, just because I used to like to play with little figures and like invade Europe and be the king, and had no idea what the rules were. Played a few games of Risk uh, with the rules. It's pretty fun. Gotta gotta use your strategy, move your men around. You know, I haven't played it in probably. Close to 10 years, but uh, I would love to pick the board back up and play a little risk, represent the United States of America, and achieve global domination. Uh, Cam, number four. So I actually have never played risk in my life. I knew you were, you guys are probably into it. Dylan, I feel like you're a big risk guy. But uh, my number four is going to be Guess Who. Uh, Guess Who's a great game, and I, I don't know what it is because I didn't play it like too much, but when I did, I was into it, and I don't know, something about just, you know, narrowing stuff down and and asking a lot of questions and figuring stuff out just always appealed to me, so it's coming in at four. I remember there was a Guess Who commercial on TV, and they picked one guy, I don't know what his name was, but they picked one guy, and that was the guy I always picked, just followed the commercial. Um, it's okay. I'm not, not a huge Guess Who fan myself. Dylan, number four. Guess Who was up on my list, but it wasn't top five. Um, qu- quickly, I remember guessing on the first guess when I was playing my sister when I was, like, real little. And that lived on in infamy in our family household. I forget the name of it now because it was years ago. We used to, like, say it all the time whenever anybody, like, guessed something randomly. It was like, oh, that's uh, whatever the guy's name is. Um, so Rit, or guess who has a deep uh, connection in my heart. Number four, though, 
Trey, I'm going to go with you with Risk. Uh, I used to play Risk in high school in the yeah in the uh, library, library with a group of dudes um, during study hall, and we would take. I ta- didn't know about that. We would take. I would have loved to get in on that. We would take pictures at the end of class, so we knew what it was. So then the next class, we would set up the board the exact same way. Um, and those games That's go. Elite. Those games went on for like months. That's so elite. I'm so mad I didn't know about that. Um, I didn't even know there was a board down there. Uh, Tucker, number um, four. I don't know if anyone's played this game, but uh, Catan. I Never played heard. a bit, Settlers of Catan. I played a bit in the. Uh, <laughs> I played a bit in college for the first time ever. A lot of fun. Very, it's very kind of like Risk in the fact that it's a strategic game. Um, but a lot of fun. Uh, just. I don't know what else to say about it. Since no what do you even do? It. What's the what is the game? I can't even remember. It's on his list and he doesn't know how to play. Alright, my number three is going to be Candyland, elite game from when I was a child. Uh, I remember right at the start there's like Plumpy's Lollipop Land or something like that. Oh yeah. And there used to be a space that would right at the end that would send you all the way back to Plumpy. And um, my mom, my sister, and I would play it. And my sister, when she got sent back to Plumpy, my mom and I would just start going, Plumpy, Plumpy. <laughs> she would cry. She would cry so hard. It was so funny. Great game. Haven't played it in since I was a child. Um, makes me want candy. In fact, I, I'm going to eat some sweet tarts right now. Uh, that's my number three. Cam? I got Candyland as well. What do you know? Uh, what is this dude? Oh. The colors. It was the colors for me. I think it was just a game that it's it's essentially shoots and ladders, and yeah. just just it's candy, so it's like so much better. It's not even close. So, Candyland number three, no no other reason other than that 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 thrill of getting to the end first. Dale number three. All right, so the audacity of Cam to think that Candyland is like shoots and ladders is unbelievable. Um, there is absolutely no cards in the shoots and ladders, and it's really sad that you oh, would make yeah, that comparison. Cards. I don't even remember. So it, I'm very upset by that. Um, but anyway, moving on. You tell him, Bill. <laughs> moving on, number number three for me is an all-time. I my guess is it might be number. It might even be number one for Trey. I'm gonna go Clue. Clue for me was not really a household game for for my family i don't know um we never played it much but i always did enjoy it you know you had the little secret envelope in the middle and it was always fun you guess in uh, general mustard in the in the ballroom with the colonel mustard in the ballroom with the candlestick uh I, that's uh i just always like to throw random things out during playing the game so um fan of clue Always a classic. Tucker. Number three, I have Risk. Um, got into it in high school. I don't think I've ever played it since, but was definitely my number one back then. Fell down the list since then, though. Uh, my number two is going to be Battleship. Um, used to play Battleship a ton as a kid. Played it recently, actually. Uh, with my little step siblings, pretty fun. I like, I you know, I didn't think of any good strategies back then. Now, now I got all these strategies. I stack them all on top of each other. I only put them in the corners. 
I'll, I'll save some of the rest for if we ever play. But um, Battleship is elite. Nothing like sinking somebody's Battleship, killing all their men. It's a great time. Battleship, my number two. Cam? Surprised by that one. Curious to see what your number... I mean, I, that's weird. Uh, I got Monopoly at number two. Um, Monopoly is the all-time board... When you think board game, you think Monopoly. Um, couldn't beat out my number one, but it's a game that you gotta... You gotta tell, give yourself a good... I would say six hours ahead of time if you really want to play a good game of Monopoly, like five people. Um, but, yeah, the... the Whoever invented Monopoly and is a genius, and there's been so many spinoffs of it now. All-time board game, number two, though. Um, the reason, I'll tell you right now, Monopoly's not on my list, and the reason why is because I've never played a full game. It takes too long, too, too long to play that game. Too much going on. I'd rather play it on, like, a video game version where I can speed up. Um, too much counting going on. Fun game. I actually do enjoy it. I've never played a full game, never finished one. Uh, Dylan, number two. Number two for me is also Monopoly, um, specifically the SpongeBob version. Uh, mm-hmm. I would always play the SpongeBob version over the normal one, but normal one is a classic. We actually have a, a game from like 1962 in our basement that we never touched. I don't know if it's worth anything, but we never touched that one. Um, also have Lennoxopoly there, Cam, um, in the basement as well. So, I don't know, just because the infamy of uh, Monopoly is also just like, it, it, it's got to go all, it's like Jeopardy in terms of um, game shows as Monopoly is to board games. Number two. Tucker? Number two, I also have Monopoly. Wow, I feel, I feel dumb now. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like the iconic childhood game. I played many games of Monopoly growing up. Um, I finished it almost every time, I want to say. Um, it's just one of those games that you love. Like, it was just, it's the most competitive I've ever gotten playing any board game. Like, the most mad I've gotten playing any board game is Monopoly. I've never been more passionate about board games than I have been about Monopoly. So that's why I live. Is number two on my list. Well, I'll have to play with you guys. I'll have to play with you guys because my family never wants to sit down and play. Is the thing nobody wants to play it. So I flip the board. If I go out, I flip the board. (laughs) It's over. Nobody else is playing. If I'm out, if I'm out, that's fair. All right, my number one is a pretty easy one for me. It's Clue. It's the one I played the most. Uh, Similar to your story, Dylan. Um, When I was about seven, I was playing against like my two of my aunts, my mom, and they were all you know. Four-year-old women, and it was me. And first, first guest nailed it. I've been a legend in the Clue game ever since my household. Um, it's just, it's most fascinating to me, you know, trying to trying to play secrets from everybody and deciding what card to give. And um, so, I played Clue recently with my roommates here in Boston, and they got a new Clue board, and it comes with this little mirror, and you hold down a button that lights up the mirror and shows you uh, who did it. Pretty cool. So, Clue's an easy number one for me. I always played as Mr. Green, the businessman, because he was a legend. Um, Cam, number one. Yep, Clue's the, Clue's the correct answer here. Um, I just recently got back into Clue. I think we we were in college junior year, and we were all hanging around, and like we were like, let's go to Walmart and get Clue. And we played like every day. We'd have group chat, like, we're playing Clue, let's go. People run to the room to try to get a spot. It 
was not so live. Um, didn't really grow up playing as much, but in the, in the most recent few years, I've been all over the Clue game. Um, my dad actually had the same story. We were playing at home um, probably a year ago, and first roll, you just guessed, and we went around. Nobody had the cards. Sure enough, it was in the middle. Unreal. Hate those kind of people. Uh Dylan, number two, number one. Number, first off, I'm going to do a few quick honorable mentions. Um, Hungry Hungry Hippos, Hi-Ho Cheerio, Connect Four. Um, checkers. Checkers, Backgammon. Um, Chinese Checkers. Chinese Checkers. Almost made it for me. Pictionary. Scrabble, Scrabble was almost in Scrabble. I mean, there's so many. There's too many to choose from. But you know, number one has to be one of the oldest games of all time, chess. Chess is number one for me. I still play chess. Um, I think chess is probably the best board game simply because it's the hardest one to master. And it's the most fun one when you when you win. Because you're like, I just beat the, the logic out of this person. It feels great. So I'm going chess. Um, people might think that's boring, but that's because you don't know the game. I respect the pick. I never learned. Um, I, I respect it. It's the only board game that is actually like valued that you know that you're very good at. Like there's grandmasters and chess, like stuff like that. So I respect the pick. Uh, Tucker number one. Dylan and I also have chess. Thank you. I, this wouldn't have been on number one on my list like six months ago, but uh, watched the Queen's Gambit. Fell in love with the game. We had a uh, at the Heritage. We had a chat, like, the kitchen had its own chess section, where, like, if it was slow, we had a chess board set up for everyone to play for any time it was slow. And, I mean, I was just playing nonstop for about three months, fell in love with it. It's just the best game you can play, in my opinion. It's the only one I'll still play to this day. So, yeah. Uh, No camp, surprisingly not. One time guest, Mike Hurley, not good at chess. Confirmed. Um, all right, board games. Let's do a movie quickly. Draft day. Uh, wrapped up our draft coverage, so we did draft day. Um, I will start off by saying Kevin Costner is a horrible GM. I think that he got extremely lucky that um, his that his trades worked out the way they did. Um, overall, the movie didn't didn't love it actually. I uh, don't think it did a really good job of showing the uh, dra- the to how the draft actually goes. I think it was pretty you know baseless. Um, nothing like that ever happens in a draft. I understand you have to make a movie out of it, but, um, it just didn't seem genuine to me. Um, I thought it was interesting though. I, I didn't really know what was going to happen. Um, so I'm not going to give it a terrible score or a score, excuse me, but I just think that Kevin Costner's portrayal of somebody who, a GM who doesn't communicate with his front office makes his pick in the morning and then decides, actually, I'm going to draft up to number one, but don't worry, I'm still going to pick the player that I can get at 15. Um, so I just I just think it's a little unreal, too unrealistic for me. Um, the Browns, that none of those picks are going to work out. What's the guy's name that they took? Chadwick Boseman? Vontae Mack. Vontae Mack, he's going to be a bum. He's tiny. He can't play the position in the NFL. Um, so... I don't think Bo Callahan's going to be a great player either, but, you know, I think that um, they, they messed up the draft. Um, but, you know, they got a bunch of picks, so good for them. 
I'm going to give it a 6-2, I've decided. Uh, Tucker, you love this movie. Yeah, movie was incredible. This Chadwick Boseman slander honestly won't be accepted. Love the actor. In my mind. Right, no, you're slandering Chadwick Boseman. Have you seen him in Black Panther? Extremely athletic. I would take that guy number one one absolutely. He's six foot one sixty. He's not. <laughs> don't care. It's him as the template. He's six foot one sixty. I watched that man stop a car. He the last linebacker bullets. taken first. The last linebacker taken first was Andre Bruce in nineteen eighty eight. He stunk. Absolute bust. But, but I will continue. Um, so. And the fact that you're saying he's a bad GM. Now, I'm sorry. If I could trade three second-round picks for the number one overall pick, which is what the trade ended up being, you're not taking that trade, Trey? I'm telling if you. If you had to give up trade. three second-round picks for Trevor Lawrence, you would have said, no thanks, the not giving up both, my future. The fact that both Callahan slid down is extremely lucky. No one had any way of knowing no. that. He had no idea. The guy runs in, he's like, did you see what's happening? Boat's slipping. And then he's like, what, what? And then it gets into motion. He had no idea. It could have been taken second overall, and then that trade doesn't happen. So he got extremely lucky. He, he's a very lucky GM. That's what I'll say. No. Nope. He planned it out. He got into everyone's head saying, this guy's not the guy. And he ended up getting both of his guys. How can you? I mean, he played it perfectly. He really did. Congratulations to him. He's a great he's a great GM. What's your score? Seven three. He's also an a hole because he just wouldn't take no. five seconds out of the day to console no. his mother no. on no. his dying no. father's no. Kobe fire. But you know what? I watched this movie with my dad, and I said to him, I was like, I hope you knew if I was the GM, I'd absolutely do the same thing as Kevin Costner did. And he responded with, I'd be pissed at your mother for even trying to make you do something like that on that day. That's that's a father-son bond there. That is, every dad would, like, I can promise you Kevin Costner's dad, character's dad in heaven was like, good. You got more important shit to do right now. You can worry about that in the morning. That's a football guy. Dylan, your review? Um. So, first I'll touch on as a movie. As a movie, it was not good. It was bad acting from the beginning. The cashback double what? rewards chick was not a good actor. Um, Kevin Costner Jennifer was Gardner. Je- you know about Jennifer Gardner right now? Yeah, she was not good. Like she was bad. And and Kevin Costner was okay. Everybody else in the movie was really bad. Um, it was scripted poorly. Um, and it was like people were, it's like they were trying to make a movie for people that have no idea what a football draft is about. They have no idea what football is about. They were like explaining things that like were very obvious. Um, so I didn't like that aspect of it. That said though, I was definitely engaged in it. Like I was watching it and being like, Ooh, I want to know what happens. Um, I think like Trey said, uh, he got Kevin Costner got lucky and it wasn't like anything was planned out. It was stupid. Um, so 
I don't know. I really didn't like the logic behind it, and I really didn't like the acting or the way it was, I don't know, really made, I guess. So I'm going to give it like a 5-5. Five, five. I didn't really like it that much, honestly. I thought it was funny with, or clever with uh, how he was able to tell that the, the quarterback wasn't going to be very good because nobody was at his birthday party, stuff like that. I, I guess that was okay. That's not a leader. So. It's like Cameron, a, uh, when his girlfriend wasn't hot. <laughs> I'm sure no one goes there Aaron Rodgers' birthday party. It's still pretty good. Uh, <clears throat> I like this movie. I've seen it like three times now. Um, I'd imagine this is to Cleveland what Rocky is to Philadelphia um, because they have, I, don't know, I guess they have the Cavaliers, but um, the Browns have been so bad forever that it's just a little, a little uh, love to them. So I like that aspect of it that they chose the Browns. It would have been, I think, it, I think if they chose like the Cowboys or Patriots, Giants, something like that, it would have been, um, you know, not as attractive to a, a lot of people. But uh, overall, I like the movie. I like the move. Ohio State guy always going to be good. Um, love the Big Ten in this movie. Oh, Wisconsin. The movie itself, yeah, I guess it's not like the best made movie. You got some good actors in there. I thought they acted pretty well. Um, and I like the storyline. So I'm going to give it a 6.9. Nice. Damn, you've been just giving every movie a 6.9, I feel like. Actually, no, you I haven't. No, you haven't. Maybe Pan's Labyrinth, you did. Um, all right. That's Ways to Takes, episode 71, the Evgeny Malkin episode. Um, check us out on our socials. Thanks for getting wasted with wait, us. Wait, wait, don't need to week. pick a movie. Don't oh, need to pick a movie. Yeah, we skipped this last time. Dylan, your movie. I got movie. Um, the movie is an oldie but a goodie. Um, pretty kind of crazy. I hope you can find it. It's called Blazing Saddles. Oh, I can find it. One of the all-time comedies um, ever created could never be made today. Um, is Willy Wonka in this movie? He is. Gene, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder, the man. I, I, I watched it last night, so I'm considering myself exempt from it. You're good. You're good. Um, as long as it's within, like, two weeks. But, uh, yeah, that's the movie. I don't. Our discussion might be somewhat not... I don't know how we're going to talk about it, but it's a good movie. All right, Blazing Saddles it is from Dylan. And that's episode one of Ways to Takes. Uh, please vote on our polls. I'm going to have two up this week, so that'll be important for the poll race. And uh, thanks for getting wasted with us. We'll see you next week. See ya. See ya.